Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara, featuring producer Moraz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. All right, and a happy Monday to you, everybody. Coming your way in 20 minutes, we are stunned to a news in 40 minutes the nuggets have a 3-0 series lead is this shocking that they're doing it over lebron ad and the lakers but we begin talking about the celtics and the heat last night game three it's never a game it's never a game and that is alarming to say the very least First of all, the Heat pushed you down a stairwell, Boston Celtics in game one and game two. First of all. First of all, you had home court advantage. You were the overwhelming favorites to win the Eastern Conference. You were the favorites to win the NBA title after getting through the Sixers. And you had game one and game two taken from you physically by the heat okay so you're down 0-2 you got to go down to Miami but this is where a squad with some type of guts some type of bones some type of pride rally they've got the more talented roster in Boston top to bottom than the heat which is Jimmy Butler and a bunch of G League guys So this is a squad that went to the NBA Finals last year as well. The Celtics, the series was not over going into last night. It was not over. If they got game three, they apply major pressure on the Heat to win game four because if they can win game three, it helps tilt the pressure towards Miami. If somehow you get that split, hey, at least... Well, you really need both. You really do need both down in Miami. But if you can get game three, it saves your season. It it provides you some breathing room until the next day, the next game. If you get both, it's 2-2 and you come back home for game five. Now, we all know in a 2-2 series, you win game five almost always, you close out the series. Not always, Sixers didn't, but you almost always do that. And if you can get it to 2-2, hey, also... 
the the Celtics have been better on the road in the playoffs. So by no means was this series over going into last night. By no means. And if you were the Celtics and you were going into game three, you've played better on the road than at home in the postseason. And I told you, Jimmy Butler's going to have a night where he doesn't even crack 20 points. Okay? That Gabe Vincent is going to be the Heat's leading scorer. The Celtics would feel real good about that. If I told you Butler finishes with 16 points in game three, I would imagine every Celtics fan and Celtics players to a man go, oh, well, we took game three. Not only did did they not take game three, they barely got off the bus. They barely showed up. Not only did they not take game three, the Heat destroyed them. And when Jason Tatum walked into that arena in the tunnel last night wearing white, all white suit, and knowing that the Heat traditionally have the white out at home, everybody in the building wearing white. You couldn't help but understand the connection, see the connection, that this was him basically poking the bear, saying we're coming, which that attitude is fine. I've got no problem with that. That attitude is fine. We're coming. This is our house tonight. We're walking out of here with a win. Last night in a must-win, do-or-die type of game because no NBA team has ever come back from down 3-0. Jason Tatum, after wearing the white suit, shot 6 of 18, 1 of 7 from beyond the arc, and finished with 14 points. Jalen Brown... Shot 6 of 17, 0 of 7 from three-point land for 12 points. Both guys were benched in the fourth quarter because it was such a blowout. Combined, Tatum and Brown shot 1 of 14 from beyond the arc in a must-win, crucial, do-or-die type game. It is as embarrassing a big spot, a big performance as any superstar tandem has ever had. It was a laydown. Reggie Miller last night, quote, there is no fight in the Boston Celtics. When the fourth quarter began and the bench warmers got in, Stan Van Gundy, quote, I'm not sure the starters even wanted to be out here playing. The Celtics have what they thought was a tandem that could lead them to NBA championships. And they came close last year. But what they have staring them in the face right now is an offseason filled with questions. Number one at head coach Joe Mazzulla. At times, the Celtics looked like the best team of the NBA under Missoula's watch. It faded late in the season. Bucks overtook them for the one seed. They never had to face the Bucks. They got 
to face a Sixers team that was hot garbage when it mattered most, laid down themselves, and now are being completely punked, out-coached, out-executed by the Heat. Missoula's got massive question marks surrounding him in the offseason, and can you fire a guy that in one year brought his team to the Eastern Conference Finals, or do you know, hey, this guy ain't it long-term? Number two, Jason Tatum is the star that you build around. But do you need to move on from Jalen Brown and bring in somebody else to be the guy when it matters most next to Jason Tatum? The Jalen Brown question faces you. And thirdly, Jason Tatum. All-NBA guy. When he had his barrage in the fourth quarter of Game 6 last round against the Sixers. Asked why he still had confidence shooting if he had such a bad first three quarters. And Jason Tatum's response was, I'm one of the best players in the world. Last night, dude is on the bench in the fourth quarter of a blowout loss in a game three to fall down 3-0. And he's barking or cursing at somebody for something. Loser move. Dude, you were crap last night, and now you're on the bench of the fourth quarter as the bench warmers play the fourth of a crucial playoff game, and you're sniping or fighting or complaining about calls or something? I mean, give me a break. You have to ask yourself if Jason Tatum really is the guy that can help you win a championship. And I know they got close last year, so he nearly did do it. But this is an embarrassment. This is a true embarrassment because this says so much about how a guy goes when the going is tough. And the fourth quarter of this series, he's been awful. He's been beyond awful. And he's the biggest reason that the Celtics are in this hole. Jason Tatum's been garbage when it mattered. Games one and games two were bully games. Whoever was the bully were going to win those games and set the tone for the series. And the Heat did the bullying, and Jimmy Butler did the bullying. And last night was at least an answer game. What do you have left? And the answer is the Celtics, Jason Tatum, had nothing. Nothing. They're pushed down the stairs. And and they're they got no answers. None. It, it's humiliating. It's the it's the most humiliating thing. And when are we gonna wake up that the Heat are really good? That the Heat are way better than that eight seed suggests next to their name. Even until last night, they were four-and-a-half-point underdogs. At home after taking the first two. Give this team some respect. Let me tell you, I have no problem if the Heat win a world championship, if the Heat win the NBA Finals, because they would have done it in such an organic way. They wanted to keep LeBron. LeBron left. Dwayne Wade retired. Chris Bosh had the heart ailment. It all broke apart. And what did they do after that incredible four-year run? They just slowly built back pieces. Not with high draft picks. Not with spending a flurry of cash in multiple off-seasons. They got guys that they knew had dog in them. Dog. They They got Jimmy Butler, who's the centerpiece. And I will raise my hand and assume that Jimmy Butler was going down there as a nice, enjoyable, 
four or five years on South Beach after the hectic nature of his year in Philly and the craziness of the Tom Thibodeau era in Minnesota and what happened in Chicago, and he was just kind of going down there to cruise. They got Butler. They knew what was inside of him, and they started surrounding Jimmy Butler with guys that had dog in them. The Gabe Vincents, the Duncan Robinsons, the Max Struces, all these guys, Caleb Martins. I mean, these are undrafted guys that all come together around Jimmy and bam, and they're just impeccable in big spots. And especially this year, that ain't no eight seed. Let me tell you this. And they kept Eric Spolster. They never wavered on him. And this is all Riley. It's good ownership at the top with Mickey Harrison. And it's strong leadership from Pat Riley. And they know who they are. And they don't waver. And they don't freak out. And they don't panic. And th- this is a franchise that is the the model organization of the NBA. It really is. They never have dysfunction. They never have drama. I mean, yeah, when they signed LeBron, it was the silliness of the not one, not two, not three stuff. And yes, when they lost LeBron, there was some pettiness about losing LeBron and not getting a fair chance at resigning him and, and LeBron leading them on. And there, there was some soreness there. But they never have dysfunction. They never have self-inflicted disaster. It's amazing. They're amazing. Pat Riley's amazing. And Pat Riley's, this number is so ridiculous. As a player, a coach, or an executive, he is one win away from his 19th NBA Finals. Which means that if he has one more win, the Heat win one more game and go to the Finals, he would be part of 24% of all the NBA Finals ever. Talk about a winner. Celtic pride? No. More like pride of die. Eh? 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 Eh. Do you get it? Pride of die is my thing. Yeah, when we asked you what you thought a group of deer was called, and you said it might be called a pride of die. Here's the problem. When Which I, is not a thing. It's not there. It's not not none of the multiple deer not called uh, die. Right. Multiple deer not but, called pride. But Damon, if I can educate for just a second yeah, here, please. when I if I may, when I wind up like that, and I'm going for some, and I either miss with the tuba or dare I say hit, you gotta fully commit. You you you, you hesitatedly went into your pride of die joke just now. Do you get it? Yeah, Celtic Pride is the movie. I thought it was great. <laughs> Come on. Celtic Pride is the movie. It's a playoff of your bad phrase and die as in D-I-E, like the Celtics are almost dead. That I missed. Okay. I thought you were just making fun of me saying Pride of Die. I missed the point about the Celtics dying now that I look at it. Okay. I thought it was excellent. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still trying to get over Beard Olympics, but I'll deal with Pride of Die. Well, that one is about Beer Olympics. A Beer Olympic. Ever hear of that? Oh, okay. You know, my mother always said, if you have to explain a joke, it's not funny. Yeah, no, that's true. Maybe that one's a little <laughs> obtuse. <laughs> obtuse? Like Phil Jackson's triangle offense? No. Can you give it's me... It's not funny. 
Can you give me a maniacal laugh into an eat it Boston? I, I feel like after last night's performance, that's what is really deserving of the Celtics. So you mean like a live in real time? Because I didn't say that in the drop. I said yeah, eat it. No, okay. Yeah, no, but... <laughs> eat it! Eat it, Boston! Eat it, Celtics! Really good. It's a 7 out of 10. I'm really impressed that you can get that laugh going as loud as you did. I, I love that laugh. It it almost like overmodulates, so it sounds even harsher. The only thing is your heart wasn't in the Eat It Celtics like it was Eat It Suns. Huh. But it's understandable because you really did want well, the Suns to eat it because they took Kevin Durant from you. Oh, and that's true. And also, remember, that Kevin Durant news, when I, that was real-time me finding out he was going to be out that long. Yeah, that was a true. natural... You know, natural reaction. <laughs> Eat it! <laughs> Eat I it! Love I love that. Eat it. Eat it, Boston. Some look, might call it a pride of die, DA. Look, the Celtics need to eat it. They really are eating it right now. Tatum's got to eat it. Jalen Brown's got to eat it. Joe Mazzulla's got to eat it. They all got to eat it because that was embarrassing. And how about <laughs> Al Horford going down on one knee with a timeout thing after the three-pointer? And then Jimmy Butler. I don't think Jimmy hit the three, right? Duncan Robinson. It was Duncan it, Robinson, yes. And then Jimmy goes down on one knee, mocking Al Horford with the T. It's like the Celtics are trying to be tough guys, and they're just getting punked, and the Heat are real tough guys and clowning them in the schoolyard. <laughs> they are. They are. They're the bullies right now. But yet these tough guys almost lost to the Chicago Bulls three weeks ago. It's unbelievable. How about... This all starts because the Heat knock off the Bucks, And remember when they lost to the Hawks in the 7-8 game, and I was like, this is the worst thing that could have happened to the Bucks. Had the Heat, I mean, I can't believe they lost to the Hawks. Had the Heat won that game, right, the first round would have been against the Celtics, right? That would have been the 2-7. Correct. This would, would have happened in the first yes. round. yes. I mean, but do we, see, this is weird, though. Do we know it would have been the same series in the first round? It feels like the Heat are really feeling themselves and getting better with every round. Giannis gets hurt in that first round. Maybe the Heat lose to Boston if that series takes place in the first round. Maybe, but I think some of this is carryover from last year. Jimmy Butler bitterness that they lost to the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, okay. and I think that this specifically was an angry series for Jimmy and the I mean, can you sweep somebody out of bitterness, though? Hmm. Gentleman's mop, I guess. I think what you're... I, this is the first series... Gentleman's mop. I hear you something else. <laughs> this is the first series I feel like I can tangibly understand the difference between NBA head coaches and what a difference it makes. Like, we've always... Qu right. st still to this day, do we really know how great a coach Steve Kerr is? Phil Jackson had Shaq, Kobe before that, obviously the MJ years. Like, this is a time where I'm looking at Missoula and Spolstra, and you can see the runs and the uses of timeouts. You're actually seeing tangible hands-on a difference NBA coach can make in this series. Right. I would agree with you. And you watch the Celtics, and you're like, wow, they're really poorly coached. Yes. <laughs> it's so notable. It's not just that Spolstra's really good at this. It's like watching a Jim Tom Sula NFL team. You're like, wow, yes. this team is just really disorganized. And honestly, Missoula, Tom Sula, have them fart at the podium right there. <laughs> also, Joe Missoula is 34 years old. Yeah. He's one of the youngest coaches of the NBA. He might be the youngest coach of the NBA. He just looks completely overwhelmed. He's basically the same age as Shep, and Shep's still coaching here in the city, these kids. <laughs>
Not the same trajectory. I, I actually, this is not even a hot take. It's going to sound hot takey. Shep would do a better job coaching the Celtics come right on. now. Could is you? That, come do you, do you, on. I don't know. I feel like Shep would take ownership or responsibility more than Missoula has. I feel like Shep at least well, knows how to use timeouts. All right. So you want to say that Shep would do better with timeouts and maybe would be better at a presser postgame. Maybe. Although yeah. I think the Boston media would eat him alive. <laughs> I have a hard time thinking that Shep is going to command a timeout huddle with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Well, Missoula's not doing it. Well, I... At least he's kind of coached as an assistant before. I don't think Shep gets hired. I, I, this would be like when the Knicks hired Eddie in that movie. We did Mothership at the Movies. They can't do that. <laughs> when we come back here on the show, it's Canadian Bacon Time. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. God, we're having a good time. Having a good time. We crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a hockey, you know, it's only it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA show. Alright, Moraz, take it away. All right, this weekend of hockey was so good, we're going to tap into both Saturday and Sunday's games in this edition of Flat Floppy Bacon, so let's hockey. 
The Panthers stole game one, and we should have known game two was in their grasps as Carolina brought out none other than top 10 QB of all time, Mike Glennon, to wind the hurricane siren pregame. Talk about sticking your neck out for a win. The Canes were raising early, not playing a game of chicken, when Jalen Chatfield dipped a goal in the net to give Carolina a 1-0 lead. But Pat Boyle wanted dogs, and the Cats have plenty. Alexander Bark woof, woof, uh, threw the fans a bone, evening the game at a goal apiece in the second period. We would play a scoreless third period before heading to overtime. There are overtime ending men, and then there are overtime ending men. Nobody has sang the song more in this postseason than Matthew Kachuk. How many OT goals could a Kachuk chuck if a Kachuk could chuck goals? Ekblad dumps it in down to our right. Here's Brent Burks, keeps it to the outside. Sam Bennett keeps it in out front. Kachuk is shot. He scores! He scores! Matthew Kachuk, the overtime winner! The Panthers take game one, three, two, the final! Matthew Kachuk is the marathon! Yes, sing us a song, Matthew Kachuk. You are the overtime ending man. For the second straight game and third time this postseason, Kachuk ends a game in OT for the Cats. Kachuk joins Anaheim's Corey Perry, Montreal's Maurice Rocker-Richard, and Boston's Mel Hill in 1939 as players with three overtime goals in a single postseason. After the game, Rod was looking for Brenda Moore and not less from his Canes. Yeah, these are tough when you're you're right there and you know obviously, like you said, I mean the margins are tight and we're not quite haven't got a bounce yet. And hopefully we can get one because that's what we're gonna probably need. The Panthers can clinch their first trip to a Stanley Cup final since 1996 with a win tonight. Now, yesterday, while Vegas is focused on stealing Oakland's baseball team, they were still proving that the 40th biggest market in the U.S. can pack a house for hockey in an early 12.30 p.m. local start on the strip. The Stars broke a 1-1 tie with a goal from Jason Robertson in the second period to give Dallas a 2-1 lead. In the third period, it was Klingon time for the Constellation pieces. The Knights needed to find the perfect recipe to tie the game. And with just over two minutes left, the ingredient was Worcestershire sauce as Jonathan Marcheseau scored to tie the game for Vegas. That would force overtime, which would incredibly make all four NHL Conference Finals games so far ones that went to overtime. That odds is almost like, so no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you're broke. Your star season is DOA. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. I'll be there for you. And Chandler Bing Stevenson was for the Knights. McNabb smacks it ahead into cross the line. Stone to the right. Theodore shooting. Save. Rebound is loose. They score. Another win for Vegas to take a 2-0 series lead. Chandler Stevenson, sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The Knights take a commanding two games to none lead. And game three is on Tuesday night. That is your Canadian bacon. Okay, let's get the oinks. <laughs> Oh, four and a half. Wow. Very solid scoring from Pete the Body. Four and a half oinks. Woo. Wow. 
Very healthy score. Well, a lot to like there. Mike Glennon sticking your neck out. Good reference there. Raising Canes, game of chicken. Smart writing as well. The Kachuk could chuck goals. I feel like we've done before. It's kind of waiting on that the entire postseason. That might be the first time you've broken it out this postseason. We've done that previous postseasons, I think. Uh, yes, although, again, now he's on the three overtime winners. There's only so much we could keep doing with Kachuk here. Brenda Moore, not less, is good. Was that a Star Trek reference in there, a Klingon reference? Uh, no, I did make a constellation joke in calling the stars constellation pieces. Yeah, you said it was time to cling on or a Klingon time. It was Klingon time for the constellation pieces. It was just and another way of calling the stars a constellation piece. But what's the Klingon reference? Is that a player name? No, they were just clinging on to a 2-1 lead. Oh, it should have been a Star Trek joke. I don't, I I've never seen Star Trek in my life, so if it was, I did it on accident. You did? Yeah, I was, I was surprised. I don't know too many Star Trek references, but I, I thought that that was one. And then finally, the Friends theme coming off the Chandler Bing Stevenson. I, I like the, the Friends song. I, you know, I know we go back and forth in this. I think it could have benefited from playing the, the song under Merez. Mm. It was a little awkward over Canadian bacon music to, to sing the full friend song. I thought that was a healthy grade. I probably would have put it at more of a four, but I thought it was a four or higher, Bogues. So I have a couple of things. I'm going to sort the negatives just to get them off the off my chest, um, which would have prevented me. They, they require a knockdown score-wise. The Panthers can't sweep tonight as far as I know. They're only up 2-0, so tonight... They can't sweep. You said they with a win tonight. They clinched their first of the finals. Right. <laughs> I did. I did. Heater up 3-0. Panthers are up 2 I mind blanked and had the Heat and Panthers right. crossed. You're absolutely right. So the other thing, I, I, I need confirmation. Are you going to talk about the goal played? Yes. Okay. Yes. You played, I believe you played Matthew Kuchuk's game <laughs> one winner while talking about game two. So I just I went back and just looked at this. They re-put in Game 1's winner as Game 2 when I saw it. So, yes. <laughs> so, the answer is yes. So, our tape ops uh, didn't do their job on Saturday night. Yeah, well, it, see, I don't even see the Game 2 winner in our folder. Well, that's exactly the problem. That's what I'm trying to say. So, when I scrolled down, I went to the most recent Florida right. Panthers-Carolina Hurricanes game. And I saw Kachuk score an overtime winner, and I was under the assumption that was it. Yeah. What your the reality is Saturday night, whoever was on did not pull that game, the overtime winner. So when I scroll down, I just did what anybody would do. The most recent Carolina Florida highlights. Oh, there's Kachuk's OT sure. winner. That would be the OT winner. But my counter argument would have been the second I heard the call go end the marathon. That well, was immediately my trigger to go, out. that's not game two, because right. game I, two ended on the right. earlier side of overtime. I also, I saw the short version, the, the long version. I took the short version. I right-clicked, downloaded, and didn't listen to the clip. Mm, because until just then? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I heard it live. Now, yeah, I could have done that. I was kind of in show. But, again, here I am trusting our staff around here to actually have the right calls in there. I'm not uh, going to be punished for that. Somebody's got to pull that highlight on Saturday night. Pete, would that alter your grade if you knew that he played the wrong highlight and mistakenly said that the Panthers go for a sweep? Um, yeah, uh, well, the, the the writing part, yes. The, the, if the cuts got mixed up, all right. The I cuts mean, didn't get mixed up. The, cuts, the one cut didn't exist, and Sean hastily took the wrong one. That's a little sloppy on all ends. Correct. Um, yeah, it would have affected it a little bit. 
maybe a corduroy, maybe it's yeah. a four two five. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> that's not I, right. I mean, I mean because we've had a history of of that stuff being a little sloppy, right? Uh, on on Canadian bacon. You so so after it. a while, you're like, all right, well, we gotta deduct something. Right. Uh, hold on, I'm go- I'm sorry. I don't care who I'm throwing under the bus here on Saturday night. Yeah. I, when I came time to get the highlights together, I am already in show. Our show has started. The cold open has begun. I scroll a little hockey folder. I had, The only thing I pulled was the Rod Brindamore that James Baccioni had for me. As far as the goals go, there's Chandler Stevenson. Let me get the Kachuk OT winner. I did not go back and re-listen to the clip because I was in show. And, again, I see Kachuk game. It's the most recent Florida-Carolina game. That's on our staff. That 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 has to be in the new goals have to be in the system. It's an easy thing to mix up. It's not like they had a different OT winner in game one. So you're you're not wrong that the clip needs to be in our system, but maybe as you told your kids once or twice, two wrongs don't make a right. And I'm looking at the clip right now, and then when I touch it, when I click on it, immediately the information pops up, and it's dated 5-18, and it says four overtimes. First of all, if you think I know what day of the week it is and date it is. I just looked at Florida, Carolina, Kachuk. Oh, it's labeled as OT winner. It's not labeled yeah. as four OT winner. I, well, but it says it, it does the, it say Kachuk OT winner. Tell me what it says. It says Matthew Kachuk with the game winning goal, and then two lines down it says four okay. OT. But I'm doing a million after things. The I'm not looking down at four OT. It's I would not have made that mistake. Would if Boyle the, have made a clear error like is, this? Yes, he actually would have. Yes, he would have. Mm, okay. That I won't say. He yes, because he, he, he would have saw Kachuk game winner, the most recent highlight from that series. And assume the job was done on Saturday night. How many different jobs we need to pick up the slack for? That's a disgrace, whoever was on Saturday night. Sorry. I don't care who it offends. Well, we didn't know Pete. We, we know Pete didn't hire that person, so we can't ask Pete for help. That was Carlos. It oh. was Carlos? Carlos but, but, a, that's a disgrace, Carlos. All right, relax. Here's the, here's the whole thing with that. Saturday, we were a little crazy with staffs. Carlos actually stepped in for somebody on Saturday who had to move up. So it was a little crazy on Saturday in terms of that. But so you told him not way, to worry about the hockey game? No, either way, no. Either way, he should. It the, that sound should be in the system. Whomever is here, yeah. Look, okay. we can do it without Astros. Whoever on Saturday night, get the game. Bo- get the game winner in OT. Bogues. With that being said, what'd you think about four point five wings? Uh, I think I would have. I think four two five is the ceiling for me over the two issues that we just brought up. Um, yeah, I thought fair. I don't know why Mike Lennon would be at the Hurric at, at the Panthers game. NC State, and, yeah, NC State. Oh, all right, okay. Um, but good for you because you wrote well around that. The raising canes chicken lines were good. The boiled dogs Barkov woof woof was good. Dog. I wouldn't say the stars are DOA just yet in the, but I, that was part of the song. Of course. They're probably insulted by that, or they're going to win the next four games, and you'll have another reverse curse on your on your hands. But, yeah, I think until the two things that I pointed out, you were chugging along really well there. Okay. I'm just going to lastly leave you with this real quick. I also heard the highlight immediately and didn't stumble. I could have stopped and said that's the wrong highlight and blown up my score, and I didn't. I kept chugging along. Hmm. Mm. All right. Uh, Pete, one quick note here. Do you think it would have helped him to have the friends – Theme song under him as he sang Friends. Uh, I, no, look, I, I, I'm not really into the the bed, uh, the music, the extra music bed on yep. it. Yep. Um, I think it, it's it's better with him just singing it. I thought I should have brought it down down the music completely and let him sing it. Mm, That's on me. Point. But um, no, I think it would have. I think it would have been just as disastrous either way. <laughs> so, so so it didn't really matter if he had a, a four piece orchestra doing it. <laughs> 
Yeah, see, uh, I, I I disagree. I'm with DA on this. I think the music mostly is a benefit, and it would have been a good one there to have the bed underneath. Well, him, I mean, I think. It, it also, whenever he plays music, it always start. He always starts the lyrics late. So <laughs> take that for that's what true. it is. And I'm trying to you know woo the judges a little bit. I don't want to have to. Pete has to play that. That's extra stuff I'm putting on Pete's plate there. If I give him the bed, so I try to limit how many times I have to do that. Okay. Out of respect for him, he's got a lot going on over there. Well, either way. It's a strong effort. Four, five was the official score, although upon further review, it looks like it might have been dropped to a four, two, five upon an official's review. It's like in golf when they realize that you like move the ball on no. 16. No, and you well, have to lose a no. stroke or two. All that happens is we deduct that point later when Carlos does a Canadian bacon at some point. Oh, okay. The point would have been deducted from that. It would have been deducted more for me from the, the, the writing error. I think that's the, more the issue. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I mean, you it sound if you're grabbing sound bites from the folder. If they're wrong, I mean, a lot of it is on the tape op, but I mean, you also got to check that. But the, the big thing is you writing wrong copy. That's the big thing. Well, what are you gonna do? Four and a half is four and a half. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You can check your work. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> tell the right information. <laughs> Bogus as headlines. And they're sponsored by HelloFresh. Shake up dinner time with HelloFresh. With 40 weekly recipe options, there's always something new to try. Get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code SKATE16 at HelloFresh.com slash SKATE16. And no, I still don't know why it's SKATE16. The gentleman's (laughs) sweep is now in play in both conferences. Can't imagine, though, we get as far as an ungentlemanly mop. The Heat of 128-102 route of the Celtics in Game 3 in Miami. Eric Spolstra's eight seed is one win away from the finals. Certainly the approach, um, and you can tell by by just the morning session um, how much it means to everybody. Um, but then you have to prove it and do it on the wood. And boy, did they do it, do on, it on the, the wood. wood. Wow, uh-huh. I haven't heard that one. The lead as large as 33. The heat shot nearly 57%. Could get splinters. A little hard, be, but you know what? Right. Sometimes you just got to do it on the wood. You got to be careful, but if you do it right, Mm-hmm. On the wood. Mm-hmm, yeah. You take a 3-0 lead on the Celtics with a 128-102 win again in Game 3 in South Beach. Gabe Vincent scoring a career-high 29. Duncan Robinson adding 22. Jimmy Butler put up 16 with 8 rebounds and 6 assists. Joe Missoula considering telling his Celtics to play defense in Game 4 tomorrow night. We got to defend. We have to get stops. We have to execute. And yes, when you do not uh, execute on the defensive end and they make shots, then it affects the way you play offense. So... Uh, we just have to put our identity into our you know, defensive execution first. The only team that can sweep tonight, the Nuggets, game three with the Lakers in L.A. That's a 5.30 <laughs> local time. Um, one, and I still don't know the correct way to say this, but with as Sean laid out for you, there's two 2-0 leads on ice right now, two 3-0 leads in the NBA. Apparently, it's the first time since 2010 after multiple games that all four conference finals are quote-unquote shutouts, that ever, that only one team has won games in each one, a little bit of a, an anomaly. We're I'm surprised that morning. it's happened that recently. It would seem like a pretty 
pretty rare occurrence that all four conference finals would be 2-0 or worse. Yeah, uh, I guess sweepable. I don't know what the right way to describe them is, but that's where we are right now. Uh, remember that story about the commanders reaching out to Andrew Luck about playing again? The yeah. Washington Post reported last night the team is unlikely to face any punishment. In fact, the league didn't even launch an actual investigation. Last month, Brooks Kepka faded on Sunday, lost the Masters. Yesterday, no fade, a two-shot win over Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland win his third Wanamaker Trophy at the PGA Championship. I definitely wouldn't have, I don't think, won today if it wasn't that didn't happen, right? Definitely take it and keep using it going forward uh, for each each event, each major, uh, anytime I'm in contention, but uh, I'm not going to share. I can't give away all the secrets. Kepka is the third golfer with a PGA hat trick since 1958. He's the seventh since 1950 to own five majors before turning 34. Justin Verlander won eight innings, allowing just a first-inning solo shot to Jose Ramirez. His Mets topped the Guardians 2-1 on Sunday Night Baseball to sweep their split twin bill. The Mets on a five-game win streak with all five wins by a run. And Alex Pillow will start from the pole in Sunday's Indy 500 after a record-setting qualifying run of 234.217 miles an hour. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. When we come back, the Nuggets dominance and the fairy tale of Michael Block. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Home of the signature lukewarm churro. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, glad you're with us. Watch the show on YouTube every single morning. You could also watch us as well on Twitch and on WatchDA.com. Check us out all places, and it's all mobile-friendly as well. Hey, watch the show. It's fun. Man, Michael Block has had himself a week, huh? This is a tour pro, okay? So he's 46 years old. He's a tour pro. He shouldn't even be playing over the weekend in Rochester and yet makes the cut. The most he's ever made, and this is a guy that just plays at your local Muni. This is a guy that works at your local Muni. The biggest purse he ever won was 75K. He was in position entering yesterday to win half a mil at the PGA Championship. So Michael Block was already having himself a historic week, historic weekend. Then on 15, dude hits a hole in one. <laughs> Incredible. A par three, 15th hole. He dunks it in on the fly. Rory comes walking back and gives him a hug. He's like, why is Rory hugging me? He's like, dude, that was a hole-in-one. That was an ace. Wait, what? Michael Block had himself just a ridiculous weekend, a ridiculous week, and his life kind of changed, changed forever, and that was a pretty cool sports story. Also, the Nuggets have now a 3-0 series lead over the Los Angeles Lakers, and if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know I have doubted the Nuggets every step of the way. Every step of the way, I worried, I doubted, I was skeptical of their ability to commit defensively when it absolutely mattered most. And I thought it would rear its ugly head to the second round of the playoffs or the conference finals or the NBA finals. We haven't gotten there yet, 
but it has not come back to screw him yet. And Mike Malone has belly ached at times over the course of the season when his team did not commit defensively. And look, you know, nobody's ever going to doubt the offensive prowess of Jokic. Jamal Murray being healthy changes everything in terms of a secondary score and look at what he can fill up the basket and how quickly he can do it. He's become just lightning in this NBA postseason. They're an incredibly well-rounded offensive machine, and they might not need defense. That's that's the ultimate reality here, is that it appears that they can just go toe-to-toe and, and kill you, outscoring you, and just being more balanced, and this is happening to the Lakers right now. But I'm, I'm being shown up by the Nuggets, and I am thoroughly impressed. And I have nothing against the Nuggets. Uh, I think it's great for the NBA. I think it's great for NBA fans. If we have the Bucks win a championship two years ago and the Nuggets win a championship this year and the Nuggets have never even been to the NBA Finals and two years ago the Suns hadn't been to the NBA Finals since the 90s and the Bucks hadn't been there since the Lou Alcindor days, this is good. It's good to open up the door for more fans and more teams to be able to get there and win. So it's an exciting time. But the Nuggets are incredible. And I think what we're seeing is that LeBron and AD, along with those role guys, can be very good, but the Nuggets are playing at a different level. The Nuggets have more depth. And the Nuggets' two-headed monster of Jokic and Jamal Murray are just right now unguardable. Flat-out unguardable. And it is a hell of a thing to watch. One win away from their first finals ever. we got an eight seed on the other side. By the way... Coming up Friday, June the 16th, we have the Bob's Bar Show, and we have an oil boil giveaway where the person that comes from the farthest away is going to get to oil up Pat Boyle with baby oil. And it appears, Murad, that we have a front runner for this, okay? Okay. Right now. Randy Sims of Alabama says, D.A., I'm coming in from Alabama. I'm wondering about places to stay. I've never been to New York. Now, we might have Arkansas coming. We might have Boise coming. I have not confirmed that yet. But Alabama is pretty far. He's never been to New wow. York. We've got to show Randy around. I hope Randy doesn't think the Statue of Liberty is next to Bob's bar if it's his first time in New York. He's going to have to stretch this trip out. But maybe, maybe he just gets the oil boil. Maybe that's a thrill. Your first trip to New York, you get to wash down some pecs. Well, I've tweeted at him the Bob's bar travel guide for the hotel situation in the area. And I would tell Randy, if you've never been to New York, stay in Manhattan one night so you get the full New York City experience and then come out to Bob's Bar. Like, if all you see of New York is the Bob's Bar show, it's not necessarily the best reflection of what New York City is. No doubt, no doubt about it. I would not go home and tell your friends and family you went to New York. It's not not the same thing. It's lovely. It's just not the same thing. Yeah, it's a little different. Beaches and strip malls and the wineries of the North Shore. Costco. Costco and Mraz getting slapped with a kielbasa, but it is not Times Square, the Statue of Liberty, and the Empire State Building. I can tell you that. But you you can do both. You just have to build out a little bit more of a vacation. When we come back here on the show, Justin Termini, Sirius XM NBA Radio, on the Celtics' laydown last night.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.